0: This week on On Her Turf, we're back. Hi, everybody. I'm MJ Acosta-Ruiz. And today, Lindsay and I will highlight some of what you can expect leading up to the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics, which start February 3rd. That's basically tomorrow. So stick around because we have a lot to talk about. (laughs)
1: Hey, guys. Welcome to On Her Turf. I'm Lindsay Zarniak. So... You probably paid attention before, but this is the podcast where MJ and I get to talk to various women who've made an impact, also motivating others to be the best versions of themselves on and off the field. But the bottom line is the last time MJ, Acosta, and I were together, we were in a studio. We were talking about the Olympics at Tokyo, right? So this is awesome, but now we're in separate spots. Um, We should probably introduce ourselves (laughs) a little bit, right? For folks that don't pay attention. So- I'm a sportscaster. I cover NFL, like MJ, various other sports. MJ, why don't you tee yourself up? I know, Lindsay, our uh,
0: bicoastal friendship continues now, (laughs) literally on opposite ends of the country. But the beauty of podcasts and and technology, I love this. Um, Yeah, so I work for the NFL Network. I host NFL Total Access every day and do um, other amazing projects like this uh, and get to talk about sports sort of across all platforms, um, which is really cool because you get to sort of like flex your muscles. Lindsay, I know you're a chameleon in that sense, like constantly jumping from one thing to the next. Um, And that's sort of what I am really excited about this podcast, right? We get to speak to women in sports, athletes specifically as well, who are all over the sports landscape. Um, and one thing that I've really loved, especially sort of the leadership of the women in sports, mm-hmm. is that they've really broken that fourth wall, if you will, that metaphorical fourth wall of showing that a lot of real stuff, a lot of difficult stuff that everybody is going through, they go through as well. Um, and so we'll dive into that too.
1: Absolutely. You're right. This is a, a time like none other, I think, in terms of the different platforms that are available. When you said it made me think about that because sure, I do sideline reporting, but there are so many different ways that you can also you know use your voice to cover sports, which A, is such a blessing, but also to your point, MJ, yeah. When we were working together at the Olympics, there were things we got to cover um, that I didn't even expect we would be talking about on TV. And For so I sure. can't wait to yeah. dive into some of that. And especially because as a woman in this industry, there are so many uh mm-hmm. wonderful things, but also challenges that you and I have both been through that we can talk about together. And we get to have this platform to talk about it with a lot of other amazing female athletes. And I think that that's key.
0: Yeah. Uh Lean in, everybody, because... This is basically going to turn into a therapy session sometimes, and I will not apologize for it because <laughs> if there isn't a safe space here on, on her turf, then I don't know what safer space there is True. for these kind of conversations. We're both qualified, by the way, so just share your struggles. We're all good. We're here for <laughs> totally. it. Totally. Right, right. We're here for exactly. it. When it comes to the sports world, I think one of the places where women are really leading is in mental health, not just in advocacy, but in also taking care of themselves. I mean, there was no bigger story and no bigger moment, I would say, Lindsay, when we were um, covering the Summer Olympics um, than Simone Biles and saying, hey, I don't owe you anything. This is a matter Mm -hmm. of my mind and my life. And so I'm taking the time to do that. And then we've seen that um, sort of make its way through other sports and other arenas and other athletes really stepping up to do that as well. And, and for me, that's that's a conversation that is so layered and so nuanced um, that it certainly deserves um, more of our attention and more perspectives from the guests that we'll be bringing in.
1: And I mean, by the way, do you remember where we were when we heard that news about Simone? Yeah. We were in the makeup room and it was early in the morning. Yeah. And then that news crossed and we were like, wait a minute, this can't be real. Um, so yeah. yeah I to had your- half
0: a lash on. And a I know. To believe what was going on,
1: um, and that was no. I remember, and, and it, that was to watch that unfold, and then you know, as it carried on throughout the games, it's just eye opening. And based off of what you just said, too, yeah. I mean, I literally I have heard NFL players um, because now mental oh, yeah. health has become something that is now a lot more. I think I'm hearing a lot more players talk about it, and I have heard them reference Simone Biles, and so it's it's just yeah. interesting and it's awesome. And that certainly is a way that women are
0: leading the way, which is phenomenal. What about for you? What else has really stuck out to you as well? I, it's been only a few months since I saw you, but <laughs> so well,
1: I mean, you know the conversations we had about gender equality and gender inequality in sports, and I think that's something yeah. that has definitely resonated it 's such a broad topic, but that's something that when yeah. we had the opportunities to dig deeper, it was always a powerful conversation. so I'm looking forward to continuing that and also you know on on this show on our show here talking to people and women in different sports, not just Olympic sports, but different sports about yeah. their journeys, what they've dealt with along the way and how they feel progress has been or hasn't been made. I'm interested to see because out of all those conversations, there are so many different um, topics that come up that maybe you never even thought of.
0: So I think that that in general is really important. Yeah. For, for me, one other thing I really look forward to is um, sort of the the scope of legacy and visibility, right? So there's this moment from the WNBA finals where Candace Parker is reaching out to her daughter because they just won. And it's like, wow, her daughter has seen her trajectory get to this point. And her perspective is going to be so different because she had a very literal example in front of her in her home. um, Whereas there's millions of other little girls who look up to her mom as well. And, and those are the type of things that, that sort of, I'm like, Oh, my mascara. Right. Right. Uh, but it's it's so beautiful to see it in that moment and empowering at the same time. Like, hell yeah, yeah, she did that. It's not a surprise that she did it. And now all these generations of other young women get to see it as well.
1: We're ready to introduce you to a segment that we're both really excited about called The Power of the Pack. The general consensus okay. here, yes, me too, is the fact that, what we know is that women empowering other women is key, right? So this is some, yes. uh, this is a segment where we will be giving our guests an opportunity to highlight someone who has, or, or give a high five, right? Virtual high five to <laughs> someone who has helped them along the way, who has gone, you know, above and beyond, or just as an opportunity to share a cool story, right? So that's what this is about. MJ, is there someone for you that sticks out immediately, or what are your thoughts in general? And what we're about to cover. Oh, here. yeah.
0: Immediately, the first person that came to my mind was Nicole Lynn. If you don't know who Nicole Lynn, you should... Um, look her up on Instagram, follow her on Twitter. She is a mega powerhouse sports agent. She works predominantly with NFL players, but um, she's an attorney and is kicking ass in that arena. Well, and Nicole, I hope to have her on the podcast soon, one of these days, <laughs> um, because her wealth of knowledge and just her experience and her perspective, I've only been able to speak with her briefly a few times. Um, we've done a couple of panels together and I'm just like staring at her the whole time. I hope she doesn't think I'm a creeper, um, but I'm just in awe of, of the... Of, the way she carries herself navigating this landscape with so much grace and so much power. Um, I want to be like her when I grow up.
1: Oh, that's so awesome. That's, I would love to talk to her. Um, someone, yeah. you know, for me, it's interesting because right away I was thinking about just, you know, across all different facets of my life. And my mom comes to mind just because of how I, I remember oh, being oh. a little kid and, she would take me, we lived right outside Washington, DC, and she would take me to these panel discussions with these really strong women. And I remember being really little and one time leaving one of those discussions where it was like Barbara Walters, like three other newsmaker women. And I I was like, mom, they're, they're scary, you know, (laughs) because they were so confident and I was so young and I'm like, what is this? But that's where the foundation was laid for truly like the type of leader that I would love to be, you know? And so that's one thing, but also this past year, I worked on a project where it was a racing series and this woman, Pam Miller, who is a producer that I've always heard her name. I've known who she was in NASCAR circles because she worked, she works covering NASCAR and, and she does everything from creating these amazing features that make you want to cry to doing event coverage during the race. And I finally got to work with her and she was the, the lead producer, the executive producer on our show. And watching her navigate these waters was just amazing. And being in the room with her and seeing her, in essence, coach all these different people that were players. We were the players, right? And you hear it all the time in football, like the best coaches know how to speak and get the best from the different players who are all different, who have different styles of coachability, right? But Pam was like a magician in the way that she orchestrated it. And I was just like, that—that that is amazing. And she is someone that has to have amazing life skills that I would love to learn from. So Pam Miller. I love that. Yeah, huge shout out.
0: We have so much to cover, so much to talk about. I mean, the list is never ending, you guys. It's 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 going to be quite a ride and I'm excited for everybody to join us um, and all of our guests on this Lindsay. Yes, me
1: too. And uh, there are certainly so many things that we're going to dive into that that maybe you've never been able to talk about openly, but it's been on your mind. So, like MJ said in the beginning, you know, get ready, help steer us in the direction that you would love to see the conversation go. Also, that's another thing. We would love to hear from you.
0: Very important. Don't forget to rate review and subscribe yes and check us out on instagram twitter facebook wherever you get your social media vibe and special thanks to everyone involved in this NBC sports and blue wire partnership until next time